Tuesday, the 26th of September, 2023. Just in case you forgot what year it was, and just in case you forgot to, daylight savings clocks go. We lost an hour on so, Saturday. So the clocks go forward. I, I don't. I I can't understand it two separate ways. I know we lost an hour. Whether so, that means we went forward, I think or that back. means we went forward. I think yeah, it does, yeah, but yeah, I really, yeah. <laughs> I really don't know. God bless smartphones for doing it for me. I know, slay. Oh, and then the slay. only thing I need to change now is the time on my microwave, my oven, the wall clock, my alarm clock, and my car. Mine just be wrong. Yeah, no, yeah. Oh, really? No, my I car reckons it. it's it's just on Japanese time. How will I know what day to put my bins out? You know? I just assume. Have you got a um? Food scraps bin? Yeah, we were one of the first to get a food scraps bin. Nice. Yeah, and I'm proud to say, uh, out yeah. west, they rolled them out there first. I think they're so cute, the little food waste bin. And the little bin, that, there's like a little bin that goes inside yeah, of a bin? mini bin, and then you put it in the other little mini bin. I think it's quite slay. At first, when they bought them out west, I think you had to buy tags for them, though. Oh, yeah. And it was sucks. like, girl, I'm not paying another $5. But then I think they realised that that was dumb, and yeah. now you don't have to do that. Or someone just told me that you need a tag for it, and I just believe them. Oh, okay. So I don't actually. So it could be a (laughs) boss. I I appreciate that they worked the kinks out with you guys before it came to South Auckland. Because it was only like once a month or something out west, wasn't it? Something like that. Because I I remember people being like, bro, it just smells so bad. (laughs) It's like, oh, that's rough as. Nah, yeah, I was just weekly outside. I'm very happy about it. Slay. I can't wait to. Because I have a compost bin, but like I'm not trying to overflow it so it's kind of nice to have like another way to get rid of food waste i want to get a worm farm yeah i want to get worms worms are cool you can name them all and then they'd be like double the next day and you'd have to name them all again it would be quite fun (laughs) (laughs) speaking of fun coming up on the show today we have a ton going on guests melanie joining evie in the studio shortly uh, as well as jana later on we got to cover off a ton of stuff um elections related news uh, pocket money. Do we have any moth-related news? Uh, no moth-related news as mm. such. Uh, but someone did remind me that like moths are just goth butterflies, and I was like, that could be a better I take. I saw Lucy's. That, co- yeah, but that could actually be a better take. So, you know. I'm happy to admit that. So make sure you stick around for all of that and more coming up on the show today. But right now, we're kicking things off with a weekend recap of your sports. Over the weekend, big sports news. We're talking Rugby World Cup. We're talking grand final, semi-final, NRL, baby. Unfortunately, let's start off with some sad news. We hit a real low over the weekend. Support had been mounting for the last year. Many had come together. A community was once again forged, but unfortunately, just wasn't their year. Talking about the Waz. Oh, up the Waz. Yeah. Tough one. Um... It was, obviously, the Warriors played the Broncos over the weekend at Suncorp. Um, Broncos uh, played like dogs. Um, forward passes. Oh, I saw the forward pass. And just look, yeah. What like, is a Bronco? It's a horse. Oh, okay, so mm, all right. But I'm calling them dogs. It's giving a bit of a Mojo Dojo Casa House energy. Yeah, yeah. Not into that. Yeah. It was, uh, it was a good game. Broncos are an amazing team, but their forward pass kind of sucked. There was some weird... There were some weird calls from the ref. Uh, like, like, I'm not even that big of like an NRL fan, so you know. But I'm gonna support the Warriors because it's our country's team. But um, it was. like, yeah, it was. Uh, Broncos are just like a phenomenal team. So like, to get this far, congratulations to the Warriors. It is unfortunate, and that was a forward pass. Don't try and tell me otherwise. All right. Yeah, I saw it on TikTok, and I agree. Um, Australia, however, 
did take a big L at the Rugby World Cup. Um, once again, underestimating their opponent and got throttled. But was it Wales? Slay Wales. I think it was Wales, eh? Absolutely demolished. Again, their coach goes, when they played Fiji, the week before they played, he was at a press conference and he goes, right, look, you know what, we're just going to sit down, enjoy some wine, and uh, we'll worry about Fiji another day. Uh, smoked. Uh, and then same thing. Yeah, look, we don't have to worry about Wales. We're going to win. I'm going to tell you that much. And guess what? Out of the Rugby World Cup. Yeah, so they're gone, they're gone. gone. Yep. yep. We're still in. All Blacks still, still in. still in. All Blacks next game is this weekend. Um, unfortunately, also out of the Rugby World Cup, Donga. Um, Samoa is holding on, but we did lose to Chile over the weekend. Uh, or was it Argentina? No, yeah, I think it was Argentina. Um, Springboks got smoked by Ireland. I think it's always fun when there's a bit of an upset like that. Because when you think about the Rugby World Cup, there's like England, Mm. South Africa, France, New Zealand, Australia. Mm. You like those are the ones you think of as Mm. like the ones to beat. So now that Australia's gone and Springboks are also out. No, I don't think they're out yet. But they lost. Yeah. Interesting. Ireland are the number one team at the moment. They have been like leading into the Rugby World Cup. They were the number one team in the world. So, I mean. Yeah, not the usual suspects for our leaderboard, but like, yeah, you're right. It is a bit of a shakeup. It's exciting to see, and I am looking forward to the rest of the Rugby World Cup because Samoa is still. We're hanging on, boys. It's our year. It's our year, my new. All right. <laughs> um, we got more sports news coming at you as we continue to see the Rugby World Cup unfold. Um, but we're not talking about any more NRL news because the Warriors are out. So it, that sport is over. Should we do one more final up the Waz? Up the Waz? Up the Waz. Mm. Joining me now in the studio is Premier Midwest Auckland emo band Melanie. Welcome. Kia <laughs> You're very welcome. Could we go around and introduce ourselves to the audience? Sure, yeah. I'm Joe. I play drums. I'm James, and I play guitar and sing. Uh, I'm Will, and I play I play bass. I'm Robin, and I play guitar. Nice. And Classic bands. And every now and then I yell. So, when I first came across you guys, and I saw Midwest Auckland emo, I was like, that is actually the most genius thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Obsessed. Is it, am I allowed to call you an emo band or are you in the range of every other emo band who's now decided they're shoegaze? Where are we? <laughs> Jeez, almost. <laughs> I mean, we've kind of embraced it at this point. But it was kind of a difficult thing, like, when we were starting out being like, what do we call ourselves? Tr- tr- yeah. We're trying to kind of describe ourselves without using the word emo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess, like, a lot of people, like, hear the word emo and they think, you know, like, more emo, you know, My Chemical Romance and stuff. Mm. But, like, we're, like, kind of from the other... Like a direction of emo, mm. um, we like um we like sunny day real estate. Yeah, nice. <laughs> and um, Joyce Manor. Nice. Yeah, mm. well, it was a blend. Yeah. yeah. Who were the first like emo bands that got you guys started? Because I'm always interested in this because I feel like emo years are different to normal years because everything moved so fast mm. for like five years there that like you could be three years apart in age from somebody and have a completely different experience. Yeah. Mm. Who was the first like? bands you heard that you're like well i want to do that i'm also quite emo i think mcr literally made me want to like start a band Slay. <laughs> so like, it was we are a more emo band but, uh, <laughs> yeah wait, exactly no but it's like um i don't know yeah M- mcr and then you can and then like as i got like a older you start listening your, your taste grows so yeah and then you find the cool stuff like the really cool stuff yeah, i think because i was like really into like 
all through high school. It was like it was like Metallica, 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 and then just like hard into kind of that Brit poppy Arctic Monkey sort of stuff. And then I think it's like at the end of high school, it was like Modern Baseball and uh, and Joyce Manor and Remo Drive. Those kinds of yeah, those are like really the, the bands we kind of bonded over and um, kind of formed our sound out of. Um, yeah, it's like Joyce Manor, Remo Drive, and mm. stuff. Title fight. Yeah, yeah, title mm, fight. Yeah. Like, that's sort of like honestly similar to me. I was like, oh my god, my Chemical Romance are the best band of all time, and I still think that. Yeah, yeah, they absolutely. Are. Genuinely. Yeah. Okay, yeah. can we get into that? Because first of all, people around this office want to act. They're like, mm, yeah, me, 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 me. Mm. not naming names, yeah. but like, I'm sorry, who else is doing theatricality? Yeah. Such a high standard storytelling, drama, mm. makeup, costumes. Gerard Way, man. Like he's like you can say as much as you want. It's like oh, big emo band from the two thousands, but like he's a visionary. I reckon. Literally, I, I think you. so. He's a creative force for sure, man. Yeah, I think so. With all of his like, so he did screenwriting and then he did um, um, Umbrella Academy. Umbrella Academy. Yeah. And stuff. Mm. Did you guys ever read the comic? I did. I bought them. It's, yeah. I've got the hardcover one. It's actually oh, really? so good. <laughs> like right. it's actually like very underrated. We're getting yeah. a bit off topic. Yes. <laughs> Just getting excited that someone actually agrees with me. Yeah, no, of <laughs> so then band name Melanie. Who dat? Who's Melanie? Max Modo's mum. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> our first ever show was Robin's 19th. We, we, um, we did a bunch of like kind of pop punk covers, and one of them was Stacey's mum, but instead it was Max's mum. Yeah. And her name's Melanie. <laughs> Friend so, of ours, yeah. yeah. Max's mum has got to go That's the whole does story. Does she love that, or is she... She does not know. No. She does. <laughs> <laughs> no, she does. She does? She does. I remember we were at... We were at <laughs> Max's place and we all went off into oh, the bushes to awkward. some illegal activity and then we came back and we're all zooted and mum is there talking with everyone and Max oh, comes and is like James sit down tell me about Melanie <laughs> and just there just like really not in the right mindset to talk to him <laughs> under the influence. About a band named after her. Yeah, and trying to like kind of say like, oh yeah, yeah. it just rolls off the tongue. And, yeah. You know, like... It's, it's sweet though. It's like, it's like a... <laughs> it's endearing. It's a message. I, I think it's a message to, to all the all the, all the mums out there yeah. to go, you know, like we're, we're mama's boys. <laughs> sure. I was yeah. going to say, are we going mama's boy or like MILF lovers? Like yeah. which, which way is I think is we're, we're on the mama's boy. Um, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. I mean, she like... She gave us... So much, you know, like she was, she was places like a, to sleep, yeah. floors to sleep on, yeah. and lots of clocks on the wall. You'd wake up, and or there'd be like ten clocks on the wall, and all of them yeah. have different times. And Shout out to Melody. A... She knows what day it is. She knows what time it is. She's yeah. onto it. I exactly. like that. I was kind of hoping it was just like you were gonna go. It's just a random name. Because I'd be like, why wouldn't you just call it Evie? You know, yeah. don't do a whole bit. But now I don't want to disrespect Melanie. She sounds like an awesome lady. Well, that's what, that's what we get. Like if I were, like wear a Melanie shirt and everyone's just like, oh, is that your girlfriend? Yeah, yeah. That's sort of like biggest fan. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you guys playing others way? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Are you excited? Yeah, yeah. yeah. stoked as yeah. Like that's like we're we're playing alongside uh, our ex our ex drummer D who plays in uh, in um, Marlon's Marlon's Dreaming. Is also playing, and that's kind of it's going to be a real cool kind of full circle thing. Is that like a, is it like a thing. beef or like a cool thing? Oh like no, no, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was going to say we got taking back Sunday sort of brand. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys get that? No one else gets my jokes here. For those unaware, that was a really funny reference. Um, <laughs> Make sure everyone's on it. So you guys more excited about like a festival vibe, or you feel more comfy in the like safe walls of Whammy? 
Oh, I'm definitely a small gig whammy. I mean, that's I mean, the good that's thing about cool. Others Way. It is just in whammy still, so... Yeah. Easing into it. Easing into it, yeah. 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 We're, yeah, we're playing Underground, which is yeah. sub-100 cap room. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Small, dirty room. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, oh, there's so much charm about it. We're like, we, <laughs> yeah. play, we play there all the time. It feels like, feels like it's probably over the last two years we've probably played there mm. close to ten times, mm. I think. That's yeah. cool, though. Yeah. It just always ends up being that way. We know the owners, and that's what's so nice about the scene is that you, can, you know, like mm. you're kind of tight with all of the kind of maybe not the owners, but the people who run it and mm-hmm. kind of like just, soundies and stuff. Yeah, and you mm. just walk around. You're walking around like say Kim's arcade or K Road, yeah. and just kind of bumping into people. And yeah, can't go to K Road these days without seeing people you know and stuff. Oh my god, fame, guys! I can't even go to K Road anymore. You have that on eating body. I go there. Like, I go there yeah. for my daily dose. It's me, Melanie. Now, one person recognised me one time. It was like a week ago, and he was like, "Oh, you're that bitch from that thing." And I was like, "Yeah, it was awesome." I'm like, "Yeah." Back out the CV, that bitch from that thing. Um, so, dream venue out of every venue in the world, surely Denny's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Denny's Grand Slam. Yeah. We have to play. We need to be blurting out that famous phrase. Yeah. The fuck is up, yeah. Denny's? <laughs> you know, I actually tried to set that up and Denny's said no. I tried real hard to set it up and then um, not only did Denny say no, but NZ Audio were like, why did you ask us about this? <laughs> um, they were not, no one was in it and I was like, you know, you can't win every day, yeah. you know? Maybe my career's on a bit of a downturn. They don't want to let me put on a show at the Denny's. Yeah. I mean, it that's why it's iconic. so special, right? Is because it's like so hard to do. Apparently, yeah. it was uh, that Denny's was like closing down, and they knew oh. someone that was working there. It was a man- that friend was like the manager, and right. it was like the final week of its operating. They were like, "Yeah, just pull up, have play. a show." It's yeah. a great documentary about it. Oh, about, honestly, about it was the ten-year anniversary of that clip. Like, yeah, years, true. Yeah. Yes. and I was wanted to have a wee celebration, but like again. No one really wanted to get in on it. So me and my flatmate, Mitch Kramer of Jahoo Singles oh, fame, we just got wasted and watched the clip a million times. Yeah. We were like, yeah. Yeah, what the fuck is up, Jenny? We would have came to that party. Yeah, we, we, Straight we, we, out of there. <laughs> What's the whole I remember next <laughs> For the 20th year anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> Bunch of aging emos get together yeah. and be like, yeah, Jenny! <laughs> Honestly, they should cash in on that. Yeah, Straight yeah, up. Emo night at the Jenny's. Yes. Yeah. I heard you guys were on a little bit of a breaky. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's barely a break. Mm. We're, I'm exhausted. I've got, never been more exhausted <laughs> in my life. We've got the price of fame, guys. If you get yeah. recognised on K Road, that's what you're paying for. It. That's how you know you made it. I think we're playing every weekend in October. So Ooh, two most of them two nights a weekend. Yeah, um, I don't know if it'll be much of a break. I mean, well, it's been we've had a break from playing gigs because we're kind of writing. We've just gone really hard into writing. That's like two, three practices a week. Had a break from yeah. gigs. I saw you guys like three weeks ago. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, three last month. Yeah. <laughs> we had to, to say no to like seven gigs in September already. Um. I'm like loving this era for you guys. Like we're really booked, really busy. Everyone's recognizing yeah. us. Like Denny's any moment. It's I don't know. Denny's yeah. us up. Yeah, we had a break. It was one day. Yeah. Denny's will come off hiatus. Yeah. We will come off hiatus to play you. Yeah. I mean, you're booked every night in in October. You're not on hiatus. I don't know how to break that to you guys, yeah. but you're playing. You're busy. It definitely feels that. It feels like we're on hiatus. We're barely a band at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) No, we're like doing so much though. 
Yeah, it's a it's a silly amount, and I don't know. what well, we haven't really we haven't got a strategy on how we kind of talk about like what's what's next. Mm. Kind of oh, yeah. what, what are we what are we revealing? On. Oh yeah, reveal something. Give me a scoop. Oh, when does this come out? What, can we, <laughs> today. Can we talk? About oh the, damn. Can we talk about the album. I think we can talk about it. Well, you just said album in yeah. front of me, and well, we yeah. didn't say off the record or anything. So no, announcing. Okay, so announcing <laughs> announcement. Um, yeah, oh, he's got an album coming. Yeah, Tell me about yeah. the album. So we, yeah, we're like writing and recording demos for it at the moment, and um. It's we're recording it properly in December. That's awesome, though. Mm. I feel like um, the sort of I don't really know what to call it either because genre is so made up and people get offended yeah. if I call them emo sometimes. But like yeah. emo, punk, hardcore, shoegaze scene, all of all of us, like everyone's mates. Everyone mm, gets on. Sure, no yeah. one's like a dick to each other. And then if there is like weird beef at a show, it's real funny because mm. it's just like two like eighteen year old emos having a fight over a girl, and it's like, like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. all the bands have figured that out. They're all just like. <laughs> it's just the whole I reckon it's the whole like alternative thing cause that's it's the like, word yeah exactly so it's just like the community of um, people that like all these different I mean like everything, anything that's alternative has like an overlap you know so like it's it's just if you're alternative if, I don't know you're cool <laughs> <laughs> you're cool and you're cool with the, yeah, no, yeah. There's, there's barely I don't think we've we know you're cool ever had any serious beef I don't think maybe we have no, nah. yeah, we maybe we just don't know about it. I do think as like you know any any self respecting emo band, you do have to start beef with another emo band oh. at some point. Oh, like we're, some we're of the best the music child. that's ever come from right. the genre is two emo guys beefing about a girl. Exactly. Come on, yeah. you know. I think we're everybody's always beefing with the first child. Yeah, <laughs> it's always funny. They always get sorted over like Tekken or something like yeah. that. Like, and then Lily will just smash anybody <laughs> in yeah. Tekken, and then the beef's squashed. Yeah. Who do you guys play in Tekken? Who's your main? <sighs> Let's go there. I'm, I'm a king main. Yeah, I was, oh, I was king. Say oh, king. yeah. Grapple yeah. the whole way through yeah. then, do you, mate? Yeah. All well, I was either that or Eddie, but oh, <laughs> that's even come worse. On. <laughs> come on. Nah, no Eddie mains here. Hell yeah. Not a fighting games kind of guy. Not a fighting game <laughs> no. kind of guy? Yeah, maybe Lee. He's a lot of Lee? Yeah. I played a lot of, um, like, King and, like, Armor King. Mm. I'm being so judgmental about your right now. I'm like, guess in my studio, I'm like, Kazuya. Yeah. Oh, Kazuya, yeah. he's hot and yeah. he kicks mean. Come on, yeah. He's been my main since I was like a child, being yeah. like, I think I'm, I think they think that guy's really hot. Like I think I think because I'm like seven, That's, so I'm like, yeah. oh. And then I just kept playing him for like years, and then I was like, yeah, it's because he's hot. Yeah, totally, definitely. Yeah, what was yeah we should do a Tekken thing. What was your first Tekken game? I think two or three. Else was, was four. I think it was four. Yeah. So I think got I got, I got those little. Oh, I think, yeah, nah, because I got got a PS2 and a 6 and I got those little demo discs. Yes! Yeah, yeah, and it came with a demo of Tekken 4. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like Ratchet and Clank. I played the Jack and Daxter demo over and over again and never just bought the Jack and Daxter game. Oh, did you play that? I'm like, yeah, I was real into it. Like 12 minutes of it. Like the first level, yeah. Well, the first level is the best, I don't know. (laughs) Actually, I might get a bit of flack for that. Yeah, nah, people will give you flack for anything on this show. One time I said I liked New Metal. And, um, <laughs> that, that was it. Bro, New Metal's back. New was back. It's yeah, back. Exactly. It's what I said. That's literally what I said. I was like, it's back, girl. Like, yeah. get your wide pants out, get mad at your mum. Mm-hmm. New Metal's yeah. back. Like, it's yeah. happening. Yeah. And then um, it wasn't people commenting, being like, New Metal's not back. It was other dudes who liked New Metal, just mad that a woman likes the thing that they like. They don't seem <laughs> to want that to happen. They were all from New Plymouth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that um, Tom Scott tweeted Dart saying, like, I want to do a song with you guys. So, New Zealand New Metal. 
Dart. Also, Limp Biscuit are coming. Yeah, who's opening for them? Hopefully, Tom Scott and Dart. I'd buy a ticket. I'd buy a ticket. I just, I just want to see that. I'm going to see Limp Biscuit for sure. I'm going to dress up as Fred Durst, and they're going to be all old and like out of breath, trying to be like, move in. You're going to be all his dad vibe now, though. He's got his like blonde. Everyone's like, goes crazy. 99 Durst get mm, stuck yeah. in the Durst hole yeah <laughs> stuck in the Durst hole bro I feel like we're getting a bit off topic um, yeah, Melanie really. album coming eventually at yeah. some point is there going to be a song about me on it every song's about I mean, you if you interpret it, it yeah, yeah, yeah it's up exactly. to your interpretation read into I like lyrics that. Yeah. I like yeah. that feel free to just call one EV we've well, actually released small. many about you already if you read it yeah. Yeah. oh no, exactly. like accident emergency yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah no exactly yeah. <laughs> you ever been to A&E yeah. <laughs> well I'll take that thanks for joining me today guys excited to see where others wait excited to see you at every every weekend in October yeah. thanks yeah, for coming yeah. thank, thank you so thank much you. thanks for having us now joining me on the show our illustrious guest not so much of a guess. Why Meridangi? Patsy Patsy. Hey. Welcome to the show. Pats, pats for me. Um, I invited you onto the show as another young brown person who may understand my pain. Pocket money. Mm. What was your relationship with it growing up? Look, when my mum ha- got a decent job and mm. could actually like, afford to do pocket money, yeah. I got pocket money now and it wasn't like a consistent thing. It was more like if mum's in a good mood, she's going to give you something. So payday was always a surprise. I would use my money to go straight to the dairy, buy myself a packet of lollies. To this day, that is still how I like to spend my money. Rainbow strips. It's payday today. I'll be getting rainbow strips this afternoon. (laughs) Wait, the sour ones? Yeah, sour rainbow strips. Yeah. Um, But yeah, like our, our pay rate was like based on how old you were. Which I think is pretty good. Like, you're 10 years old. Smart. $10 a week. What about you? I got... I wasn't pocket money. It was like, um, Dad gave me five bucks for the bus each week. And it was like, hey, do what you want with that, dude. Yeah, yeah. it was like, okay. And, like, I think the bus was 80 cents, so it wasn't enough for me to catch the bus every day to and from school. But it was like, I could walk to school and then catch the bus home, you know, or I could bus in and then walk home. But then it was also like... You could just walk all week and get fish and chips out to school. Like, I love those that pocket money that's like, here's your pocket money, but it's like lunch money. Like yeah. it's like essential money. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> hey, look, I gave you, I gave you, I gave you an allowance. Yeah. It's like, dad, oh, this is... <laughs> allowance is like, my yo- the youngest in our family mm-hmm. has never had pocket money, but has had an allowance. So like for the older siblings, you know, like we got money based on how much work we did around the whare. Mm. Hers is like, she just gets money for existing. Oh. Like, just, she gets an allowance because she's alive. Youngest. I'm like, she'll never understand the struggles. I do wish our pay was based on, like, how much mahi we put in around the house. Because I know for a fact, out of all my siblings, to this day, I am mm. the one who contributes the most when it comes to, like, chores around the house. Mm. And I'm like, but we were getting paid at the same rate. I'm like, uh See, I was an only child, and somehow my oh. dad was acting like he had four other kids to pay for, <laughs> which he might have. I don't know if Sam wants to work in mysterious <laughs> ways, you know. Um, but, yeah, I like, dad was like, oh, do you know how long I had to work for this $5? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I'm sure I do, dad. Like, yeah. 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 It was, uh, my favorite thing, though, was $5 back in the day went a long way. Uh, yeah. I say that like it was that long ago. Oh, well, it was like 20 It kind of was. Like, even 20 cents. Like, you could, here we go, talking about lollies nah, again. No, nah, no, nah, go for it. 
five lollies for five cents. At yeah, the they don't do there. that anymore. Like you get a lolly bag and there's like seven jet planes in yeah. it, and it's two dollars. Yeah. No, you remember you'd like go in and they'd, they'd have like all these lollies, and then you just like put twenty cents on the counter, and you'll be like, I'll get five of those sherbet lollipops, five of those jet oh, planes, or whatever. Two dollars bought you like twenty TNTs. Yeah. Oh, TNT. It was unreal the economy of lollies, and pocket money went a long way. Two dollars chips. Yeah. Was like, oh my good! Like, like used a to, two scoop. Our thing was like, my thing was like summertime. I would just walk to and from school, and that meant on Friday we could go and get two dollars chips, and then I could go and get a uh, ninety cent soda. Yeah. The home brand ones. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> yeah, we got yeah, a feed, yeah. and like all the other boys are chipping a dollar or something like that. Yeah. And it's like mean more chips. Yeah. And then all of a sudden we've got like five dollars chips between the six or seven of us, but- and like two eighty cent drinks. Pocket money went a long way. You know, you it was, were, it's a shame that the economy has failed us. Yeah, you know, I know. Parents of, you know, and children today are never going to understand the appreciation we had for lolly bags. Yeah. And blue TNTs. They're gone. Rizzlers. Rizzlers. Uh, I don't know if they know what those Rizzlers. are. Rizzlers. Rizzlers. K-bars. Oh, K-bars. Yeah. The election. Still happening. Still going on. Still got a bit more of that to go. Don't worry. But you can end it faster by voting this coming Monday. <laughs> well, I allowed to say that? <laughs> End your suffering now. I mean, you, look, you can just whack it out. If you already know who you're voting for, it's okay if you don't. But if you already know, on Monday, you can just go vote for them early and yeah, you're, you're done. You spray, you walk away, you yeah, hope you for the best. you skip the queues on election day. And, like, there's a, there's a lot of perks to it. Um, the advance voting opens Monday. Get amongst it. Get it out of the way if you already have a good idea who you want to vote for. It's just save you a lot of trouble. It saves you some time on the Saturday. Yeah. Um, but it's really easy to enroll if you have not enrolled. Have you enrolled, sort of my lord? Yes. You enrolled? You enrolled? enrolled? How easy was it on a scale of 1 to 10? Uh, it was like a 10. 10 easy, being the easiest? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you can actually enroll when you turn up to vote too, by the way, if you didn't know. Oh, you can straight um, up just rock yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's that's if you want to vote on election day. If you want to vote early, literally just go on Google, type in election enrollment, click it, fill your stuff out, boom. boom oh, boom, yeah, being able to enroll, you don't understand... It was, like, not difficult even when you had to enroll on paper. But yeah. now that you can do it online, it is a breeze, dude. It's so easy. Yeah, get amongst it. Just got to vote, man. Got to do a whole bit about it. We're, but... like, 17 days out from Election Day. Your suffering is almost over. Get your votes in now. We're getting back into it. It's Tuesday, which means we have added a ton of new music to the Tahi stream at www.tahi.fm, as well as onto the Spotify playlist, The Tahi List. Uh, some of our featured artists this week. Island Noon, who joined, uh, joined me in the studio live last week. Her new song, Body. It's so good. Mm. It's so good. Visuals it, are crazy. honestly can't stop listening to it. It's so good. Mm. I just, I can't recommend it enough. She's great. Yeah, shout out Alan. She's lovely too, by the way. When we meet her come into the studio, she's um, she's very polite. Oh, she's so sweet. She's yeah. so smart. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Slay no, she's great and an incredible talent. Um, also in our featured list, Swiss, uh, Tongan musician, born in Upper Hutt, the small town. Woo! Oh, yeah. His, <laughs> if you go on his website or whatever, it's like from a small town in no, New Zealand. It, it's like one of those press releases from like some... Um, 
I don't know. It yeah, was, from it somewhere. Was a, somewhere. It was so random small that we saw it. It's a small Hutt. town of Upper Hutt. I don't know if Upper Hutt's a small town. <laughs> but in saying that, uh, uh, Sunny or Swiss was based in Australia for a number of years, and I'm sure everywhere's a small town compared to s- some of the places in Australia. But in saying that, he's got new music out, his latest EP, Rosera Drop, named after his wife. Uh, the album is dedicated to his wife. That's it's so a beautiful nice. album. Um, also on our international features, Panya. Her latest project is out now. It is a masterpiece. P stands for player or Panya. Um, New Zealand born, moved to Australia, Tangata Whenua, making some very creative music. Big shout out to Panya. You can find all of that new music and more, again, streaming 24-7 on our website, www.tahi.fm, or on the Tahi list available on Spotify. We have links to all of that in our Instagram bio. Marusui for welcoming to the show my illustrious guest musician Jana. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me, bro. It is um, it has been a long time coming. Yes, I've always wanted to interview you. Yes, but you were like whenever when I was at my last job at UFM, you used to come in with the drive show and stuff like that, and I'd always miss you. <laughs> um, so I think what was the I think I only met you maybe two years ago at a, at a no not even that at a Hawaii Show yeah. showcase maybe a year ago or something yeah, like I think that. It was actually. the COVID one after COVID. Yeah, right Just after, after COVID. Eh? Yeah. Yeah, and that was like it was really cool to like finally meet you, and 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 I think especially being a big fan of your music for so long, it's cool to still see you with one of the hardest work ethics mm. I've seen. I think you and the YSO team, yeah, just great work ethic, yeah. consistently <laughs> chewing out stuff. Um, and for those who don't know what YSO is, can you explain it a bit? YSO is um, Sam V and Eddie's little idea they had, and then it's uh, actually. Young and slept on, so it's just yeah, bunch of mates. They just like brought us on, and we're just yeah, making music and getting slept on as younger artists. I feel like that's kind of their idea of it. Yeah, pretty much just a group of people just jamming and hoping to get our music out there. And it's a match made in heaven because I think all of you do such a good job of celebrating each other, but also mm. I think you all work really well together. Like mm. I think you sound great on an Eddie beat. Mm. I think Sam sounds great as features. I think you work well as features. Like mm. all of you work really well together. Like, yeah. um, how did you come around to working with like Sam and Eddie? I actually met Eddie in my second year of uni because oh. um, my first year he was in Australia, mm. and then the second one he came back in our same course, pop music. And then he just saw me perform at one of our finals nights, which is like our big assignment. And then yeah, he just asked to jam. And then obviously Sam is very close mates of Eddie, so he was there too and yeah, that's pretty much how that happened and that would have been what like 2019 yeah like 2019 because 2020 you started you released the first is it memoirs of the broken heart yeah yeah um and you have had a consistent relate like work release <laughs> like ever since then yeah. um is where did that sort of idea because like that that is a work ethic that's sort of not common mm. to put out as much music as you do mm. where did that sort of idea or work ethic originate from I think it was, well, because when I started releasing, obviously it was before COVID was even a thing, literally mm. a few months before COVID was a thing. Mm. And then I think, yeah, we already, but we already had plans to just constantly just release, just to try and get my name out there as much as I could, mm. like for my first year of dropping. And the year when COVID hit, we were like, ooh. <laughs> but then Eddie was like, it's all good. He uh, gave, uh, let me borrow some gear. And then, yeah, just all of COVID just grinding out. And I was kind of ignoring my uni work, just trying to grind up my music. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. <laughs> it happens to the best of us, right? Yeah. Making music, assignments. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's a fair call. Because we have had uh, Memoirs of the Broken Hearted 1, number 2. Mm. 2022 was the last one, I think? Or was it 2021? Uh, I think 2021. And you have one. released... I think you've dropped, like, what, four or five songs this year so far? Yes. Yeah. One... Yeah, three to four, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. And more on the way. When it comes <laughs> to putting together an EP... Mm. How do you approach that? Are you just like, I'm just going to make a bunch of singles, release them, and then maybe just jam them all together and make this sort of, mm. like, collaborative piece? Or is it like, I'm going to plan out this EP and, and plan out the releases? Like, are you more of a go with the flow or are you very structured? Uh, my last two, oh, all of my mixtapes and EPs I've dropped so far have just been just all of my songs that I've done randomly. and been like, oh, they kind of fit. Just check them in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Call yeah, them a mixtape because yeah, yeah. it doesn't really link Mm. too much but I think for my next one whenever that will be I think I want to structure it properly and Mm. like have it make sense Mm. and like yeah have a story as the EP kind of thing yeah because we we had um, Ashi in the studio last week and she was a pop musician because I'm not super familiar with pop Mm. Um, and we were talking about themes and pop music Um, are there any themes in particular that you feel are unique for you to tackle or approach Mm. I think well a lot of my songs are like quite sad and like deep buzz so I think just like that's kind of where where I'm good at but it's kind of like um, making it in a way where it's relatable to everyone Mm -hmm. like just not straight deep like sad it's kind of like knowing how to come out of that sadness Mm -hmm. and stuff and but yeah, I'm still trying to navigate different different themes and stuff, but that's kind of like where I don't really hear songs as much like that. Mm. It's always like happy or like love or like that kind of stuff and no one really makes like the sad that's not too depressing. It's like, yeah, you can listen mm. to it, be sad, but also like vibe out to it. Yeah. You you do a great job at making a happy sad song. Yeah. You make a song and I listen to it <laughs> and I go, this is a happy song and then I listen to the lyrics yeah. and I go, Oh, that's, that's not very happy. <laughs> yep. Is that like a that is that that's purposeful, right? Like yeah. you you don't want it to be too sad, but you're yeah. like, there's a theme to this, but let's not be depressed about it, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like trying to get the message forward, but also, like, just listen. It's fun. Yeah, it yeah. sounds cool. So, yeah, that's cool. I I appreciate. I think that's something that I really enjoy about pop music that I'm learning to appreciate. Is mm. it's like a the the goal of pop music is fun, right? Mm. Like. Do you still feel that fun? Lately, I haven't been going to the studio, so I've just been doing stuff in my room, so it's, like, not that fun. Mm. But I think when I'm in that studio space and that collaborative environment, yeah, it's always fun. I'm curious, too, you being in that world as a PI, Mm. how do you feel like PIs are represented in pop music? I only know, like, a handful. Mm. Like, the Panias one, he's, like, one of the best, I reckon. And Hales is getting in there. Um, I think it's, like... It hasn't really been represented much, but I think seeing these guys in it, I think it's like kind of like pop music. Uh, poly, polys are like finally getting the recognition mm. in the pop scene in New Zealand, mm. and I think it's just cool that to see the brown faces there, and it's just like it's just really cool to see. Because that is a genre that I think like we have been neglected in a. Because it's mm. like it's hip hop, it's R and B, soul, it's almost every other genre but, but pop, pop music. Yeah. What 
pulled you towards pop music as a PI? Definitely Eddie, because obviously he's like really good pop mm. producer. And I didn't really... I also listened to pop a lot, but not like the mainstream pop. Like I liked R&B pop, like Ariana Grande. Even like Katy Perry and that, but like the old, old songs back then. And I think, yeah, it would definitely be just having a producer that makes pop. And then you're kind of like, oh, yeah, just kind of get... Oh, yeah, I'll just do it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> get yeah, put yeah. in. So I think, yeah, that's like... Now that I'm working with um, M4, he's very much not a prop pop producer yeah, yeah, and yeah. like I've always wanted to get into like R&B and soul and like the American sound mm. which yeah and I'm glad I'm in it now but every now and then I'm like oh, my, my pop songs were doing better <laughs> my pop songs <laughs> were getting the money but. yeah 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 well hey you got a couple of those in the bank and they came yeah, for the yeah. studio time and that. <laughs> I bet those um I bet those Apple checks are looking pretty good right oh, they're going down a bit because I haven't <laughs> dropped but um so I need a I drop every every month now. <laughs> yeah, you need to just drop yeah, drop a pop record like once a month. Like yep. just kinda like go into that bank and be like, hey, yeah. this one's for the radio. This is for the <laughs> I'm feeling but broke this month. Yeah. <laughs> just get a pop song out there. <laughs> oh car needs a service. Oh, yes, sir. Yeah, nah, great idea. <laughs> no, I, I um I, I genuinely appreciate your music. I think that you you really are a, a, a real beacon of hope for a lot of young Basfika and Māori as like a brown person in pop music. Like I think mm. whether or not you chose to be, you're yeah. now like this inspiration <laughs> for a lot of youth. Mm. And, um, you know, I, I can definitely say I'm grateful to have people like you in that scene that, mm. that represents our community where we're not often represented. Um, your latest single that dropped, was it l- not last week, the week before, Ray? Yes, yeah. Holding 15th, on? yeah. Um, out now, all streaming mm. platforms. Yes. Um, is there anything else we can expect from you? Yes, I'm that but you said um, no. But I'm like, I'm gonna say there is, but I don't know what it is yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, it's somewhere in the bank, yeah, yeah, yeah. or maybe somewhere in the in the universe Certainly, that it will come come, come grab soon. onto it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, where can people keep up to date with you and maybe any future releases mm. that you have? Probably just Instagram. It's Jana. Mm. I T S J A R N A. Use a um. Do you use a Facebook? Yeah, it's linked to my my Instagram. But, <laughs> but you're not like, oh yeah, this one's for the Facebook post. Oh yeah, like, my Facebook is Jana or Caps. I don't know many artists that like Facebook's like an afterthought. Nowadays. It's just like it's good for events, mm. for having people know where to find it, what time. But I don't have a Facebook anymore. But I miss um I miss knowing when people's birthdays were. <laughs> Since yeah. I delete yeah. Facebook, I'm like, I'm like, wait, wait, is my stepmother's birthday? Yeah, you gotta <laughs> rely on oh, the Instagram stories yeah. of mutual friends. Yeah, yeah, it's like, oh yeah, oh it is the birthday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, thank you so much for joining us today, Jana. We really appreciate your time. Congratulations on the release thank holding you. on. I'm very excited for what comes next. Yes. Getting back into the show. Over the weekend in Tamaki Makoto, Stand Up Stand Out took place. The final showcase saw 26 diverse acts give it their all in front of a sold-out Auckland Town Hall across five categories, dance, uh, solo instrumental, group vocal, solo vocal, and bands. Um, there was a entire board of judges um, watching these performances and just making it to the final showcase is a huge achievement. Um, but big shout-out in particular to De La Salle College, who took away uh, two major awards um, for the solo instrumental category uh, as well as Sol and R&B Band Encore, provided to be the best of the bands. Um, the winner of solo vocals, uh, Marcelin College, runner-up went to James Cook High School, 
Uh, over on Dons, Avondale walked away with the win with Marcelin College and runner-up. There's a whole list that you can find at ouraucland.aucklandcouncil.govt.nz. But shout-out to all of the schools and groups that took part in Stand Up, Stand Out. Making it to that showcase final, uh, regardless of where you place, is a massive achievement, and it's just, I love seeing it. Oh, I love seeing, like just talented like kids get their shots or like yeah. do a big performance like i never At got a chance to like hall. do a big performance when i was in high school like yeah. really into like music and like thinking i was a performer at that mm. time obviously i came down from that cloud quite quickly but that's also partially due to no one ever let me in front of a crowd it's hot out here wouldn't know. let me do it and they got to perform in front of town hall that's at awesome. high school. That's unreal. That's that is actually a massive so cool. We're going to be catching up with some of the winners later on this week, so make sure you stick around for that interview. Probably Thursday, I think, we'll be hopefully sitting down with one of the winners. So, um, again, congratulations to all contestants. It's massive. It's huge. We love to see it. That's all the time we have for today's show. Thank you for tuning on in. Until we see you Thursday, we say tofa, so you four, and... Okay.